So yes, welcome back here at Broadway. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because last time she was fucking cold. I was. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was. God, it was so cold. <laughs> and I'm Zach. Zach. Welcome back, Zach. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome to the Renaissance. Aww. Uh, that's not what we're talking about tonight. Not something rotten. We should do that one time. No, we, we, should. Are, we should. We are talking about something rotten. Well, it can be rotten. So, Kat, what are we talking about tonight? <clears throat> Dramatic pause. I need for to no prepare reason. myself for this. Oh, yeah. Pet peeve, guys. All right, Kool-Aid <laughs> man. Oh, God. Hey, we're just hoping that Christopher Walken makes an appearance. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Tonight we are talking about. I'm dying. I'm sorry, guys. The tonight's episode is theater etiquette 101, and I will start with our disclaimer since I always forget. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, our disclaimer is everything that we say is purely our own opinion. If something is going to be factual, we will state that it has been cited. Why am I getting a look, y'all? That's not for you. Okay. Our disclaimer is, everything we say is purely our opinion and our opinion alone. If anything is factual, we will state that it has been cited, and we will, most of the time, state our sources, unless we're lazy, which we always are. It's fine. We'll we'll tell you that we look it up. But our opinions are not up for discussion. (laughs) They are. Just don't be snarky and rude about it, or you'll be removed from comment threads. Yes, you'll be removed from all social media platforms if you are nasty. So yes, we are talking theater etiquette this evening, because... This is a... A topic I've been dying to get my hands around some people's necks. And I love that we're starting this topic talking about Zach's ass. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, that's totally theater etiquette. Theater etiquette 101. You do not talk about a person's asshole at the theater. <laughs> well, not out loud. So we have we have notes. We do. We do have notes. But we will go off on our own stories. Because Absolutely. we have plenty of them to tell. A couple of them from this weekend. Yes. Ooh, so boy. theater etiquette is 99% common sense. And it requires a little empathy and consideration for the other people around you at the theater. Very true. See, but my biggest thing is, and I'm just going to start off on a tangent, like hit the ground running, folks. Hashtag side note. Hashtag sidebar. Okay. That's not what it is. If you are ever confused or like, (laughs) what should I wear to the theater? What should I be doing while I'm at the theater? Look at the people around you. Yeah. No, but see, that's what I'm trying to get to, is that I'd say about 40% of people now have no sense of theater etiquette. And yes, I understand that... Well, no, actually, I don't. I really don't. I will say this. nowadays, theater is so expensive. Well, yeah. They have the means in which to yes. be appropriate. Yes. But, so, but depending on the theater, that the degrees yeah. of appropriateness yeah. can be different. Yes. But there are hard... There are yes. hard baselines. Yes. So, all of them. Yes. most of these notes... Or if you go see a Broadway show or a touring show. Yes. But you really should take them in consideration for regional shows, community for theater. community shows, and for high school shows, too. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to see your child in the show, in a show... Turn your goddamn flash off. No, well, don't. You shouldn't be taking pictures, period. I know. But still, but, turn your flash off. So... Uh, you know. Yes, most people go... If it, if it is your first time at the theater, <clears throat> these are guidelines you want to follow. Sorry. Kat and Zach are having a moment, apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had Kat, to use him to brace myself Kat, to get my fat ass up to get my phone. Kat, Kat thought it was appropriate to hoist my hand and then lunge <laughs> forward in order to grab her phone. I was like, oh Right my into God. his lap. Oh. Oh, well, I mean. So, the first topic, <laughs> the first topic within theater etiquette we're going to talk about is dress code. 
dress for a special <gasps> occasion. Mm-hmm. I'm I, sorry. Okay, is this theater etiquette or a self-help <laughs> podcast? This is self-help, guys, because they all need it. First, <laughs> hire should, a therapist. You should treat the theater, going to see a show, going to the theater... As a special occasion. Well, absolutely. I yeah. love that because it gives me a reason to dress up and wear the heels I never get to wear. If you're going to spend $180 a ticket, dress like you belong there. I'm sorry. I know that's yeah. rude, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Even if you look in your closet and go, nothing in this closet fits me besides a pair of jeans. Yeah. Wear jeans, put on some nice shoes, and a nice top. And a nice top. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to wear slacks anymore to the theater. Yes, no. It is preferred. Yeah. yeah. Casual is what's in, but casual doesn't mean sloppy. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Casual doesn't mean jeans and a t-shirt. Zach, what sweatshirt. would you wear to a nice well, show? I mean, if, if you're a back... I mean, I'm asking, because this is <laughs> no, a perfect I just had a thought. If you're a backwoods, you know, hillbilly like yours truly... You're not a backwards I mean, hillbilly. <laughs> only just a little bit. I, I mean, mean, not a hillbilly. He's backwards. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> backwoods, not backwards. Oh, just oh, get okay. on Anywho, but if you're, if you're poor like me, basically, Aww. and the only nice like thing that you have, <laughs> the only nice thing that you have is like the nicest pair of jeans that you got. Or the nicest, right. you know, then, then, yeah. What you're wearing right now would be appropriate. Yeah, I'm wearing jeans and like a, a button up, and that's it. Yep. That's appropriate. Yeah. That yeah. would totally. So, wearing my nice what jeans. I'm wearing is appropriate. <laughs> what I'm wearing is Our first note in here. This is not appropriate. No, it's not. Our first note in here, leave bulky bags at home. Yes. Carry a clutch. Carry it in your bra, because apparently that's acceptable now. Um, but just, just don't let people see you take, like, cash money <laughs> out of your bra, because then they give you dirty looks. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's hot and you're sweaty. Um, I've been to a Broadway theater in June that has a note by the bar that says, we do not accept sweaty bra money. Hey, it's true. That's not, I was that's at a not show. etiquette. Yeah. I was at a show, like one of the touring shows, and someone was in there, I swear to God, in their PJs. Okay, I'm no, no, no. Swear Lord. to God. No, okay, here's the thing. And I'm like, really? Here are a couple of examples that I've witnessed recently. Still got to use straps? Well, I'm going to get to that. We went to <laughs> ban- the band's visit at the Ooh. Kentucky Center. When was that? December. December. And I pointed this out to you. I said, that woman's jacket matches your pajama pants. It sure did. It was a sweatshirt jacket with bright white stars on it in a bright blue color. I'm sorry yeah. if you're going to wear... It my PJ pants. You cannot wear a sweatshirt to the theater. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you looked at me and she goes, you go, she got that at Costco. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. that's where my pants yeah. came Because from. it is a pajama top. Yep. No, no. no. And then this past weekend we went to go see Boeing Boeing at Derby Dinner Playhouse. Excellent, by the way. Um, and there was a woman wearing no cardigan, nothing. Spaghetti strap shirt. With no bra. Well, I don't know if she had a bra on. No, she did not have a bra on. I was going to say, usually those she did not have types of people, when they wear the spaghetti straps, don't have a bra Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's just, it's inappropriate. Like, I'm not saying you have to have your shoulders covered. bitty people that do that, that they shouldn't be doing that. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that you need to have your shoulders covered. If you're wearing a spaghetti strap, like, nice cocktail dress, that's fine. But if it's a t-shirt dress or it's just a spaghetti strap shirt i mean i have t-shirt dresses but they're not like spaghetti strap they're like yeah, cap sleeve the big, yeah. and i can wear cute little boots with them see and that's the thing we're not like we're not the people in the school system that say if you if women have their shoulders uh exposed that they're distracting oh, no 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 this is a I'm matter of, of like overall in general being appropriate in public like i'm sorry i did not need to see that woman's t- tits Hanging down to her knees because she wasn't wearing a bra with a spaghetti structure. 
Under no circumstances is, is it okay. I don't want to see your thong. Not okay. wear a bra with a. Spe- you shouldn't be wearing a spaghetti strap shirt to begin with, especially if you're not wearing a bra. Also, there is never any reason or under any circumstances to any show, including community theater, and you two are probably going to disagree with me, that you should be wearing shorts. Mm. Depends. If they are khaki shorts and they are nice, like, golfer shorts, like the green ones that I bought you, those are fine. I don't agree. Like, I agree with that point. Like, nice shorts yes. are appropriate. Cargo shorts are not. They are not. Hmm. Interesting. Is it my son? Son. Yeah. The thing with shorts, I think in community and regional where you're planning to go see this show, you know, and you've got all day to get ready or, you know, you're coming home from work and changing and all that, you have time to think about it. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be wearing shorts. But Broadway's a different animal because Mm -hmm. you're usually out and about all day running to a matinee if you happen to be in shorts. Yeah. You know, at least dress it up with a polo. I understand lots of families, lots of tourists. They don't really get it. Mm-hmm. And they do show up in their t-shirt, t-shirts and their shorts because they've just been out running. Yeah. And they run to the theater. Under no circumstances when you see a show on Broadway in the evening should you be wearing shorts. Yeah, I agree. No. Saturday matinee, Wednesday, Thursday matinee, whatever it is, I can give a little leeway on that one. Yeah, that's a whole different beast. But the thing is, is if you're preparing for this show, you should have the mindfulness enough to say, okay, yeah. this is not appropriate. Yeah. Excuse me. I agree. I agree. Go get your bed. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So. No. <clears throat> what if it's really cold and snowing? What do I do with my giant coat? Coat check. Well, what, what if they don't have it? Then you sit on it. I usually either. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get really cold in theater, so I just wear it. Or I have it in my lap. In your lap, under your seat, sitting on it. Did I say wearing it? Uh-huh. Those are what's appropriate. Putting it on the back of your seat, putting it on the seat next to you because you think it's going to be empty, not okay. No. The seat's probably not going to be empty. And even if it is, don't put your stuff in a seat <clears throat> when ushers need seats, when somebody might be like, oh, well, I can move down here later, mm. you know, and then they end up moving and ask you to move your stuff, and you're like, yeah. well, no, the seat's empty. I'm not going to do it. I've had that happen before. Not no. to me. But I've seen it happen before. So, yes, if there is a coat check, utilize it. It's really not that big a deal, guys. You can yeah. wait an extra ten minutes for your coat after the it show. It makes me yeah. nervous. It makes me, oh, that would make I me mean, nervous, I mean, just don't leave though. anything in it. No, it's not even that. It's like, yeah. what if they give my coat to someone? Well, well then you're up shit's creek, dude. I don't want to be pissed. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Well, because the, the chances of you having the same coat as someone else is, you know, it's relatively high if you're going to, like, a high... You know, societal type of you know, theater, like say, you know, the the Broadway or the Kentucky Center, the yeah, Broadway, the Broadway, Broadway, and, and yeah. at those, they're really good about labeling Number, everything yeah. appropriately. True. It's when you go to some of these smaller theaters that may have a coat check, but they're just sticking a tag on the hanger and then handing you the other side of it. There it is. And who's to say, you know, those tags don't slide off the hanger yeah, exactly. or whatnot and uh, oh, yeah. all that. But your coat should never end up underfoot of someone else. I agree. This is true. Ever. Zach, this is a note for you. Same with your purse. It's a note for me. This is a note for you. Really? No sandals at the theater. (laughs) (laughs) No. Women excluded. Open-toed shoes are fine. We're talking about But for men, flip-flops. Or Birkenstocks, none of that. Well, excuse me. And women, no flip-flops. No flip-flopish. 
no flip-flops. Tasteful sandals, low heels, things like that are fine. And never, ever, ever should you take your shoes off in the theater. That's gross. You don't want to know what's on those floors. It's not about that. It's the person that puts their foot on the seat. In oh, between God. You and the other seat. Yeah. And oh. all of a sudden you're like, what is that? Those are actual fucking toes. Get the... <laughs> Ew. Ew. You are not at home. That actually... You are not in the comfort of your living room or bedroom. Hashtags, I know that also applies on airplanes. Yes. Porgy and Bess on Broadway. Audra McDonald, David Allen Greer, Norm Lewis. Seeing this show. It was a matinee. I can understand. People are coming from places. They're in shorts. They're in sandals. They're in t-shirts. That's fine. Yeah. But if your toes are touching my bare arm because I'm in a short sleeve polo... <laughs> One, you shouldn't have your feet up on the seats. Two, you're going to lose a toe. Two, I will smash your toes. (laughs) That woman had to go get medical attention. Did you really? I asked her four times to move her foot. Okay, that's fair. And she flat out told me no every single time. The usher asked her twice to move her foot, and she flat out told them no. So I utilized my armrest. Ooh. Slammed down on that woman's foot. With your elbow? With my elbow. You should never... Okay, it's not appropriate. The only time that it's appropriate for your feet or your shoes to be touching a chair in a theater is if you're fat like me, and when you cross your legs, the the toe of your shoe rests up against the seat in front of you. Yeah. That's no big deal. It shouldn't be on the armrest of the chair in front of you. Never. Ever. Absolutely not. So, going back to the way you dress... And this, I'm talking big Broadway houses, yeah. Kentucky Center type places. Now, there are people above you in mezzanines and balconies. They can see down. Your shirt should not be so low cut. <laughs> and I'm oh. going to just stop it there. Oh, boy. Likewise, people often run into people they know at the theater, and they're turning around to talk to them. They don't want to turn around and see your coochie. True. Because oh, your yeah. skirt is so short. You, no plunging necklines, no ass skirts, just like Or dresses. <laughs> yeah. Or shorts. Like, if you're wearing something that is showing, there's a okay. way to show skin with be, and still be yes. tasteful. You're not going to a club. I'm, no. full, I'm all for if you've got the body flaunted. Yes. But there's a place yeah, how often for do you it? want to dress me? But <laughs> Jesus, I'm terrified. But if I There's can, a place for it. If I can <laughs> tell that both of your nipples are pierced, when I look down into the audience <laughs> from the mezzanine... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's another thing. No one wants wow. to see your nip nips. No one wants to see your nip nips. No, I don't. <clears throat> if you don't want to wear a bra, wear pasties, please. Yeah, yes. please. No yes. one wants to see if, your nipples. If you are especially able if they're touching your knees to free the tatas, we're all about that. I mean, I wish I could do it, man. <laughs> Me too, man. We're all about, but tastefully, please. Tastefully, please. Hashtag free the nipple. No. Avoid. <laughs> we are not freeing nipples. Not if the I theater, had the body for it, I'd be walking on that parade every year. I'm Zach sorry, is. anywhere. Zach is. Gotta love it. Cover the bologna. Pepperoni Pete. Hey. Oh! <laughs> I do not have pepperoni nipples. Are you sorry. sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure I can see through your shirt. <laughs> sorry, Salami Sam. Oh. I have quarter-sized nipples. Thank you very much. Right. So avoid wearing too much perfume or aftershave. Please, God, I choke every time. It's a confined space. Because it's a confined space. People are allergic. <sighs> And every time, like, deodorant as well as breath mints help when sitting close to people. Yes. If you have been into any of the Broadway theaters, let's talk about the Helen Hayes and the Nederlander, where 
they have not updated those seats in 50 odd years. Yep. Mm. You are sitting on top of people, basically. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what your size is. You're, on, you're sitting you are, on someone. Are, are sitting in that seat very uncomfortably. Yeah. So, keep that in mind. Close quarters. Do not... Basically, if you can smell yourself, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> or not, if you can't smell yourself anymore, there's still a problem. Yeah. Don't dump your Chanel number 5 or your Versace all over yourself because you're going out See, and people should know that you smell good. The thing is, is like, douse it on before dinner. It's yeah. in a more open air. But then let it wear off. Don't reapply yeah. when you're coming into a confined space. Usually. And it's not because we don't like the way you smell. It's because people will be more distracted by the scent that is invading their nostrils yes, than right. what than being paying being able to pay yeah. attention to what's going on. Yeah. I sat next to a woman during Wicked a few years. No, not For this the was the first time I feel wicked. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first time I ever saw Wicked. Woo. Uh, not the twenty thirteen no not twenty thirteen. Not the last time it was here. Two thousand nine. That yeah, two thousand and nine. And this woman was sitting next to me, and her perfume was pleasant, but it was so overpowering, it was genuinely distracting. Yes. If I'm sitting in the third, fourth row of the show, which I often am because that's where I like to sit, and when I have the money, I do splurge on it, I would rather smell the sweat coming off the actors than somebody with a bottle of cologne dumped on themselves. <laughs> right. What was it that 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 phrase? It was like, uh, like uh, when in doubt, two sprays and you're out. You know, or yeah. like I forgot what it was. Yeah. But well, like, see, in men, shake it twice or you're playing with it. Shake yeah. it one twice, you're playing with it. In <laughs> um, men, you guys are at kind of an advantage because men men's cologne when it's first applied, typically will smell very potent. Very potent. Yes. But yeah. also, men's cologne traditionally wears off faster. Yes. That's why it smells so potent at first. Yeah. Women's perfume is meant to last. Yes. Yep. Um, if you are a gentleman of a certain age, let's say over 45, Axe Body Spray is not your friend. Go buy yourself some Brute or Old Spice. <laughs> I love Old Spice. <laughs> You're an old man. Hey. And then, so the last one on dressing for a special occasion we have, ladies, do not wear your hair in a high up to. Ooh, boy. And it's, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I know some people like wearing their hair up there. But you're going to block somebody. Yep. yep. Especially taller women. <laughs> well, taller women, like my sister-in-law, who is six foot one. Mm-hmm. If she were to go in with her hair up here in a bun, she's going to obstruct someone's view. Yeah. Usually it's a child. When we went and saw Lion King, she had to move seats twice. Oh, my <laughs> God. Twice? Really? Twice. Because the, she, the thing is, is like... Oh, boy. I understand that updos are typically what's most um, appropriate for the evening because it's it's usually nicer looking. Yes. You know, you're not having to wipe your hair out of your face or anything like that. But when you're going to a live show, you do have to take into consideration the people around you, unfortunately. So having hair, your hair up in a high bun, is, or if your hair is like completely made up and it's a little bit wider that becomes a problem. Like, I like, you know, people, I know people who like to wear their hair up in buns, but I yeah. also know that people, they, they're still under the impression that when they go see a live show, they're going to block somebody's view, and so they don't do it that way. Yeah. Now, why I can see this could be a controversial ideal, because uh, 
there are a certain uh, amount of people that have a certain hair that can only be, you know, either one or the other type style. Like, uh, like say, well, for instance, if you like having your hair in like a wrap or something, and if that wrap is like two feet up from your head, yeah, I mean, and it's like you you want to say something, but you're afraid to offend them. It, you know what I mean? It's not offensive. They're they are obstructing your view. Yeah, and I, I understand that. It may be for religious reasons that they have it up like that yeah. or whatnot. But there's a courtesy. We're talking about hair being up high and blocking views. Mm-hmm. Abby ran in to deal with her son. Well, I mean, and if a woman is wearing her hair, like, under a hijab and she has her bun, like mm-hmm. they usually do, that is their right. Yeah. Right. But most of the time they don't put them up here. It's, no. it's back yeah. this way. So, so it's, it's right not as high. It's, and I see it a lot with people with dreadlocks. Yeah. Yes. Both, both yeah. men and women. They'll yeah. throw it in they that throw giant, it in a top, giant knot. top knot. Yeah. And it's and like that, really that's protruding. That's what gets in the way, you know. I mean, you worked really hard on those dreadlocks. Let them flow. Yes. And I understand they get in the way in the seat and things like that. Yeah. I'm it's, sorry. It's that just, was your choice. Yeah. See, well, see but, but that's, there it is. Like, that, that is their choice to do that. And if they're consciously going into a theater, like, I was going to, like, a movie theater and I was sitting, like, mid-row, you know, it's a, the perfect spot, you know. All the way up? Uh, not all the way up. No, no, no. No, the she, dead center of the theater. The dead center of the theater is the like perfect one. Yeah, like, all the way to the top row and oh, dead center. I, I can't do that. I, can't. I love it. For, for some reason, it's more distracting for me. Oh. Uh, but that's just me. No, you my, can't sit up there anymore. <laughs> anywho. <laughs> no, I can't. The bar gets in my way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but there stood right in front of me was this woman who had that wrap around her hair and she had dreadlocks and it kind of poofed out from on top of the wrap and I couldn't see a damn thing. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. But I understand some people like when yes. the dreadlocks and they do the big bun on top. It does look more refined. Than and it looks really nice. It looks very nice. It does nice. look very nice. It, but it it's does. not appropriate for the theater if you know someone's and, not going to be able to see yeah. every... And Unless you're sitting in like the front row of the uh, balcony because that incline is so incredibly yeah. steep. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, there there are certain theaters where they do have the more stadium seating. Yeah. Where it's okay. And if you know the seating is like that, by all means. But if you're on floor seats, yes. when that incline is only ever so slight, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. I agree. So let's move on to arriving at the theater. Please. Be on time! Please. <laughs> I do not need to see a giant light from a door opening from the outside world completely distracting me trying to engulf myself in the theater. Yes. Wow. Be on time. <laughs> Not only does it show respect for your other audience members, it shows respect for the actors. Yeah. Because right. that light from the door opening is just as distracting to an actor as it is to an audience member. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, the actor does not have to watch somebody crawl across 55 people to get to their seat. But when everybody in that theater has to stand up in that row, yes. I can only imagine what those actors... I mean, granted, those actors are trained to not stop. Yeah. But I can only imagine it puts a little kitsch in their step. I mean, do, do we want to mention the one famous actress that stopped the show because I was on the phone? Oh. Uh, that, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. But, I believe yeah. it even says, insert Patty yeah, LaFone. The thing is, is that... Sometimes things aren't avoidable, especially when driving in downtown Louisville for a Friday night evening show. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to catch traffic. 
plan accordingly, but if it's unavoidable, it's unavoidable. Yeah. I mean, right. I understand stuff happens. Yeah. But, but if you're, like, habitually late to things... Be 15 minutes early to everything. Be 15 plan minutes for early being, to everything. Plan yeah. for that. The doors traditionally open 30 minutes before curtain. Yes. So if your ticket says 8 p.m., that doesn't mean show up at 8 p.m. That means show up at 7.30 or before. Yeah. Yes. And don't, like, wait until everybody goes in and then be like, oh, well, we'll go in in here in a minute and then door shut and then you go in. I know people that do that. They wait for everybody to be seated and then they go in when lights are already down. Yeah. No, that's, no. That's That's worse. So, so doors open 30 minutes before curtain. You have 30 minutes to use the bathroom. Don't be getting up. Usually in most big musicals, straight shows too, You've got an hour to an hour and 15 minutes of Act 1. There are those exceptions, Wicked, an hour and a half. Yeah. There are a few exceptions. Yeah. But if you can sit through an entire movie at the movie theater without getting up to go to the bathroom, you can wait an hour and a half. Absolutely. Everybody stop. Inhale. Um, I smell it every... Every night. Every night. It smells like spring. Yeah. Sorry, okay, keep It's going. February! I know! Oh, Plan your bathroom trip accordingly. If you know you are somebody... Go pee-pee on the potty before the show! If you know you are somebody who has a, a tight bladder... Andrew. Have I ever gotten up during a show to go to the bathroom? No, no, you hold it. 1776 is an exception. <laughs> <laughs> that one I fell asleep during. I didn't go to the bathroom, I fell asleep. <laughs> you have 30 minutes. If you know you have a center seat... Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom before the doors open. Try to sit down first. Right. And if you if do you have a small sit, bladder, get a side seat, please. Get a side seat if you know you have, you're going to have to get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah. <clears throat> People with colostomy issues are the exception. Oh. They don't have to move. <laughs> <laughs> God awful. Intermissions traditionally are 15 minutes. Yep. A lot of them now are extending to 20, 25, just because of the amount of people coming to see shows. Well, yeah. and also people are going to get drinks. They're socializing with people because they're buying the theater seniors. is coming back. Yes. It's really nice to see because it's hard to get tickets to a show nowadays. Yes. You right. have that 15 to 20 minutes to use the bathroom. Yes, ladies, the lines are astronomical. Oh, my God. They're <laughs> But if you go see Beetlejuice, there are no lines. You can pee wherever you want. He says it in the opening number. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Also, if you do get there before doors open, yeah. it's a good chance to explore a theater. Absolutely. Broadway theaters are amazing. Yes. The architecture, the design, go exploring because I guarantee you, you're going to find other bathrooms. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I went and saw Matilda at the Schubert, mm-hmm. I got up right at intermission, went to an usher. I go, where am I not going to wait in line? He goes, go down two flights. And that's the thing. That's the one thing that people make the mistake of doing is that they assume that the bathroom on the main level is the only one that they're going to find. Yeah. That's not true. What's well, the same I the promise Kentucky you, Center. ask an usher. They'll direct you. Have well, I have like, I showed you the other bathrooms yes, at the Kentucky Center? Yes. I well, showed you. I mean, I know of the one. There's like, the two main ones. Yeah, but then it's like if you go the if other way. If you go way, down that hallway. Yeah. There's, there's one over there. two single bathrooms. Right. But that one, like where the offices kind of are, like down that way. Yeah. That one's becoming more popular. It is. Yes, people, people are learning are, about that one. Yeah. But also now the Kentucky Center, haven't you noticed? The Kentucky Center women's bathroom is larger. It is. They I took, have noticed. They took away... <laughs> <laughs> no, you should notice because they took away some of the men's bathroom to make it bigger. No, they didn't. Yeah, they oh. did. No, they didn't. Did they just extend it with the renovation? Yeah. Yeah. The men's oh. restroom is the same. Yeah. yeah. I think they took away one of the entrances for the Bombard. 
No. Oh uh, no. Yes. No. No. I know what they did. They took away the, uh, the, the that that ticket window. It's not over there anymore. It's over there. It's gonna be back over there though. Yeah. No. But they're in the middle of <laughs> renovating. Yes. Anyways, anyway. going on. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Yes. No. Yes. This one. No. This one doesn't really apply much anymore. But there are still some gentlemen out there that wear fedoras, wear hats. When Take they them the off when you go inside. Take them off. You will still find Broadway theaters that have two wire racks under the seat. For your hat. The bill of your hat will slide into that. It doesn't sit on the floor. You don't worry about stepping on it. It was for top hats back in the day. Yeah. And some of the theaters still have them. Yeah. I asked Ron, and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> and I go, what? He goes, you're just asking me because I'm old. You know exactly what they're for. No, I don't. It was, it was for top hats. <laughs> but I mean, like, especially nowadays, it. hipsters, take your goddamn hats off. Yes. I hate to say it. My dad is super guilty of this. And this is just because it's a cultural thing. Down in Texas, when men walk inside with their cowboy hats on, they're not expected to take them off because it's a part of their full attire. It yeah. completes their outfit. It's not part of their outerwear. It's like a headband. Yeah, it's not part of their outerwear. It's part of their outfit. And, um, well, with men, it's ensemble, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's an outfit, guys. It's an outfit. But it, when you're in, a, like, if you go to a show or a concert in Texas, you will see hats everywhere. And I'm talking everywhere. And most men... I'm sorry, are we talking about everywhere? Everywhere. I think she meant everywhere. Not Shut everywhere. Up. Not everywhere, but everywhere. Shut okay. up! Everywhere. Got it. <laughs> Men oh will take their hats. like, it's not me this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy it's not me this time. When oh men go God. into a concert in a, pl- in, a, in a place where it's traditional to wear a cowboy hat, they won't take it off. Now, if they're going Concerts to the, are a different story, though. If they, don't go, if they go to a theater, though, high. they won't take it off until they are seated. And but I, it, yeah. in most situations... Your hat should be removed the second you walk in that door. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is what is If you're wearing a fedora, if you're wearing a newsboy cap, whatever your hat of choice is, certain people who will remain nameless on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you walk through that front door, as you are crossing that threshold, that hat comes off. It is common etiquette. Absolutely. Yes, that has died by the wayside. Yes. But let's bring that back since hats are coming back. Yes. Now, like I said, cowboy hats are kind of the exception because they're if a hat is only a, in Texas. No, 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 not even that. If a hat is a is part of your outerwear, which typically top hats, news, newsboy caps, and fedoras are, mm. then that is when they should be removed. If you are indoors and you're you're wearing a cowboy hat, the time that your hat should be removed is when you are seated. And that's fine. When you are seated, your hat should be removed. That's fine. That's. I don't want to see it in the theater. Yeah. No. It, it should be in your lap you know, yes. or under your seat. I think we can all and, agree. And most, hats should not be worn during the show. Yeah. No. Most coat checks will take hats as well. Yeah. Yes. They'll put it with your coat, same number, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, no big deal. It's just... And, yeah, newsboy caps really don't get in the way. They're No, but the it's head. only... A, it it but is still part of your outerwear. Yeah. yeah. It's appropriate If a hat is part of your off. outerwear, it should be taken off the second you hit the threshold of a door. Oh, yeah. So, what if... I arrive after the show begins. Well, typically at the Kentucky Center, the, at the Kentucky Center, they will make you wait until the opening numbers finished. Yes. Yeah. You have to watch it on screen. For mm-hmm. Wicked, that is almost twenty minutes. Yep. Oof. Yeah. Uh, like Wes got caught for the first fifteen minutes of Les Mis watching it on a screen. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Because he was late. Mm-hmm. Because the the biggest distraction won't come from 
the opening number stopping, a door opening, somebody having taking their seat. It will come when a door is opening and someone is taking their seat in the middle of an opening number. Yes. Or any yeah. number. It is number. during... They, they wait until there's the applause. applause. Yes. Uh, I see. That is when it's usually going to happen. There are shows, and I'm not sure about straight shows. I haven't seen a lot of professional straight shows, you know, Broadway or tours or anything. You know, that they, they don't have that hold. But yeah. most musicals now have the hold. And sometimes it can go past the second number mm-hmm. just because of the flow of the show. Yeah. Right. So That makes sense. It helps maintain the illusion. Yes, that's the biggest thing. I go to a theater to be engulfed in the story. Yeah. Absolutely. I do yeah. not need that being, reminder. I don't need that illusion being broken by an opening door. Right. Nobody should have to deal with yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. If you arrive after <clears throat> the show begins, you... Yes, you have assigned seats. Yeah. If they're in the middle of the row and there are not <clears throat> center aisles for you to make that trek less, if there are open seats at the end, take those until intermission. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Be yeah, yeah. courteous because you have not only the row you're walking across, at least ten rows behind you are going to be obstructed by you not crawling Not to mention, if those end line. seats are not, are not taken, keep them. They're usually more expensive. <laughs> they're more expensive and they're more comfortable usually. Yes, typically they are larger seats. Oh, yeah. So it's time to go to our seats. What if I don't like my seat? Is it interchangeable? Most yeah. of the time, no. No. Only if it's under certain circumstances when, like, well... <laughs> I mean, if you get into a theater and you've never been there before, you've bought these tickets, you get in there, you look at your seats and you're like, well, I'm going to miss all of this. I'm going to go to the box office and complain. No. They're going to tell you sorry. No. Yeah. The way that you're going to get your seats changed is ask if there ask if there are any open seats available. Sometimes the theater will hand them to you and say, here. Yes, they are. Or they'll be like, well, we can give them to you for this price. Or you can pay the difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, but you, the, the best way to, if you, if you really have that big of an issue with your seats, the best way to approach it is to first ask if there are any available seats that have not been purchased for the evening. Yeah. Well, typically what people do, too, even without asking, in this situation, what... You know, they'll see an open seat that hasn't been used, and they'll just go to that one. Yeah. If you're going to do sh- that, wait till intermission. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It was like, in those situations, most of the time when I've seen it happen, people wait until intermission, and then they'll switch their seats. Yeah, and ushers typically won't care. Yeah. yeah. They won't care, but if you really want a seat, if you want a different seat, you need to ask if there's anything available, and if you are polite enough, usually the box office will give them to you. Yeah. I'm not talking Broadway, because they're a lot stingier. But well. not as stingy as you would think. It's you know if because depends on the show. A lot there's so much playing in New York. Yeah. That a lot of times shows will have open seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you you know well I went I went to my seat and you know it's on this side and do you have anything that's in the middle that maybe we could exchange for? Yeah. And it, even if you offer or maybe pay the difference for if it needs to be a little bit closer. Yeah. They'll say oh well we we don't have full house today. Go ahead, move it. Yeah. Here's these right. If you're kind yeah. about it yeah. and you're nice and you're... Now, if you're being a dick, there it is. tough luck. But that's really the difference, though. If your approach to it is like, my shit does not stink. I demand better seats. How dare you give me a seat that's like this way and not that way? Like, they're going to be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Sit in your seat. <clears throat> pretty much. Or get the fuck out. I mean, that's <laughs> really the truth of the matter with any kind of outing, yeah. social, service... Ex- 
Absolutely. Any kind, like if you are kind appointment of time. Uh-huh. Oh, don't even get me started. Uh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Oh my god. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. That, that, I'm started. I'm started. Oh. I'm started. Oh my god. So, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about how being polite, being and polite kind goes can a get, long way. Yes. Yes. Because I mean, like I'm saying, it, it yeah. doesn't just apply to the theater; it applies to a lot of different situations. Yes, yeah. indeed. If you call me at work and are bitching me about your insurance on the phone that's not my job I don't control your insurance I'm gonna hang up on you bye, yeah, right. bye. but if they're like you know if they're approaching I don't really hang up on them I promise hey. I let them vent and then I kindly say well I'm so sorry for your convenience but there's nothing I can do <laughs> so well, there you go Unwrap any cough drops or candy before the show. Please, oh. and don't rattle them in your teeth if the I'm sitting next to you. The only noise that should be heard during a show is what's happening on stage or applause. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Like I said, I don't want to hear your candy rattling in your mouth if you're sitting next to me. Or anywhere near me, for that matter. Or, or <laughs> flipping through your program because you're bored and you want to know when this see, app's over. No, see, that's why what I do, because I like to follow the songs yeah. in the in the Playbill. Fold that sucker open. Oh, uh, yeah, I find, the, I find that page before the show starts and right. I, like, have my thumb there or I have it open to that already. Yeah. That way I don't, ha- I'm not trying to find it in the dark. Then also, and you should never chew gum in the dark. I was going to say that. Damn, Damn you. you. you or be, you know. Oh, don't be that person that puts it under your seat. Oh. Or <sighs> don't be that certain someone's mom who's sitting in the front row rifling through her purse trying oh. to find something. Oh. My bad. <laughs> Karen! Don't, don't Karen. be an asshole that just cracks open a cold one during well, the usually show. Yeah. So, no, 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 because that, and I think that's somewhere in here, because it's becoming more accustomed to eat and drink in theaters, mm-hmm. you know, if you are given a can at the bar, usually they will open it for you if by some chance they do not. And you go into the theater and you're sitting there and and all of a sudden here comes that big first opening note of Wicked and you're like... (laughs) Every eye will be on you. Well, here's the other thing about the drinks in the theater. If you have a drink, hold it in your hand. Please don't put it on the floor. Because it will get kicked, it will spill, and it will make the bottom of my I shoe I had a sticky. leather purse ruined like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. And I loved that. It was, like, imprinted leather. Yeah. And someone knocked over their drink, and it stained the entire bottom of my purse. So. I the, was pissed. The next note I take some issue with, just because there are medical conditions where you can't help it. Yeah. And it's don't fidget. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't sit still. I can't either. Neither can I'm I. not sitting still right now. Do you see my leg? Yeah. Like I can't sit still right now. I, I I have shuffle legs sometimes. Yeah. I uh, bounce them. And it's uh, it's see, I'm I have to I'm shift. Like, I'm doing it right now. I cannot sit still. Especially for someone of mine and Zach's size. You know, yeah, we can sit comfortably and not really fidget for probably about 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And then we need to move just a slight bit to I get mean, that leg out. And there's get, people like... Get some blood flowing. Like, Kat, you have sciatic issues. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I have to adjust I that have, every time. I yeah. have back issues. I have lower back issues. Yeah. I mean, Same. I can't... If I sit for too long a certain way, my back starts spazzing, and I have to shift. Yep. I have right. to shift. And I can't... I can't sit still. So here's on. what I, I mean, say on that Andrew one. Crazy. If you have to move, during a performance. Don't make it noticeable. Make it subtle. Yes. Make it subtle. If your leg is falling asleep and you know that if you shift don't do this, this way. Well, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> and you know if phone. you shift, you know, this way that you're going to get the circulation going. And if you just shake it a little bit, right. it's going to wake up. You'll be fine. 
that's what, but yeah, don't stomp your foot to get it to wake up. Don't wiggle it back and forth and to get it to wake up. don't stand up. Don't jump in your seat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where people are like, they're like, oh, I have to move. And they like lift their whole body and like are up and down and up and down yeah. to try and shift their weight. And I'm like, yeah. really? you're a fat really? guy like me, sometimes you can't fucking help it. Hold but I mean, on. Like, Hold on. Am I dating a fat guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his name's Zach. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> So Wow, our one listeners are going to be real confused. I know, right? <laughs> so, next up is respect the space of the person on either side of you. And Don't explore the space. No, let's talk about armrest etiquette. That also includes the people behind you and in front of you. Yes. Mm. But okay. let's talk armrest etiquette for a minute. Ooh. You get one. You, you get, get one. one. Yes, they are from end to end. So somebody gets two somewhere. But you get one. Utilize the one. And make sure you choose the one that's going to be most comfortable for you. Mm Because switching and being like, oh, sorry, and then making that person move causes a domino effect. Oh, yeah. See, the people that end up with two are the people on the end seats whose seats are wide enough that they have not yet taken out that second armrest. That's Mm -hmm. true. Like at the Uh Kentucky Center, the the three seats at the end actually have two armrests per chair. Yeah. So this also brings us back to big bulky bags and, for Broadway people, shopping bags. Yes. Mm -hmm. Don't bring multiple shopping bags into the theater, asshole during Matilda. (laughs) (laughs) I knew. I'm sorry, you went to Saks, you went to Tiffany's, you went to Cartier, you went... Like, why are all your bags here next to you? I'm about to unknowingly make my Broadway debut, and I've got all of your shit here. <laughs> Lady sitting behind us at um, Kinky Boots bought an extra seat because she knew she'd be out shopping before she went to the show. Oh my Bought an extra seat God. to put her bags in. You paid for it, do what you will. You I mean, paid for it. That's fair. I think that that's it's, respectful. Yeah. I mean, but it's kind of sad because you're going to buy an extra ticket for your shopping when someone else could have had that seat to see the show. This is true. I mean, this is true. I'm just saying. Like, yes, it's it's more respectful than just, like, leaving it for people to trip on. But at the same time, it's like, someone else could have used that ticket. And a lot of theaters will have somewhere where you can check your shopping bags. Yes. Yes, yeah. I'm sure if you go to Tiffany and Cartier, you don't want to check those bags. <laughs> isn't there isn't there like a rule though? If you like say if you buy like eight tickets like or eight, eight for eight seats that are like side by side in like the front row and like only you show up, do they do they have to like mandatorily fill those seats? No, because no. they're paid for. No, they're paid for. Yeah. Just paid for and that's yeah. it. They'll they remain open. They will yep. try to give you your money back. Oh, because they've got people waiting and it's a sold out house. Right. You know, because there are certain types of people who are in the entertainment industry Uh who don't want commoners sitting around them. (laughs) I mean, I know I'm not mentioning any names. (laughs) I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) Not mentioning any names. There used to be a lady who had season tickets for three seats in the middle of the Kentucky Center. One for her, two on either side, so nobody would sit next to her. Wow. But this a-hole bought the two seats on either side of him, bought the five seats in front, and the five seats behind. Wow. If you have the money, that's great, but that's 14 seats. That's 14 people who are standing in that lobby trying to get a ticket and can't because you don't want... 
people non- breathing your air. Celebrities around you. That just brings more focus to like the loner. People think you have bad breath or bo. Okay, be like, but sometimes Ugh. it just happens and it's not their fault. Jeremy right. has stopped the world. No, <laughs> no, that's true. it's true. He was sitting completely by himself, like no one was around him, and it was completely by accident. It was completely oh. by accident. But also, Clarksville, we never filled the house, and for that show especially, we yeah, never filled never, the house. Never, never, ever. So, moving on, when is it acceptable to use my cell phone? Who do you think you are? Um, not while the show's running. It's appropriate before, intermission, and after. That's uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And then your phone should if not be If the light is on, on, you can use your phone. If the light is off, you put it away. Unless, like, you're Abby and you're a parent... Or you have an elderly family member, or there is a the chance of an emergency arising. I turn that all your, the way down. Your phone should not even be on vibrate. It should be off. It should be because off. Because if there are silent yeah. moments in the show, like in Les Mis, right. where somebody's phone just started buzzing, you yeah. can hear that shit, folks. I'm sorry to break it to you. Yeah. I mean, my phone's on silent. It off. Because, like, the, the like theater. The lights, so just go and you can check that phone before you turn it off during intermission and w- turn it back on. And I guarantee you, because we are a society of social media, if you check into the theater and say you are seeing waitress, kinky boots, whatever it is, ain't nobody going to text you because they know you're at a show. Unless uh-huh. it's an emergency. Unless yeah. it's an emergency. I mean, like, my phone's never off during a show because I have kids. Yes. Speak of the devil. Speaking of my children. Speaking of the children. It's the older one. Uh, I think it's both of them. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Go <laughs> check on them. I don't want to. I'm scared. I'm, gonna, I'm talking about Patty LaPone. Go check on okay, them. Okay, I don't need to hear this story a tenth time. Millions. Try so there's out. a certain Broadway diva. Bra- my Broadway spirit animal, Miss mm-hmm. Patty LaPone. Mm. We stopped at a gas station. If you asked me for a cigarette when you could have gone and gotten you some cigarettes. I didn't know I was going to be this low. I'm already out. <laughs> Let him bum one. You're supposed to be quitting anyway. I know. <laughs> You're not even supposed to have a pack of cigarettes. I know. Anyways, Patty LuPone. Oh, that was a little bit closer. <laughs> it happened. Get the fuck out of here. It happened first during Gypsy. Someone was taking photos or filming during the production. She stopped. Which the might we just go ahead and add. Don't do it. You can get arrested. Yes, you can. Oh, boy. She stopped her number, and there is a remix version of this speech on YouTube. Oh, my God. Where she is yelling at this person, who do you think you are? Oh, my God. You know, you don't get to da-da-da-da-da going off on this guy. She was highly insulted, and yes. she had every right to be because she worked her ass off rehearsing for that show. She does it eight times a week. She does not need it out there for the world to see for free when she makes her money from people coming to see her yes. live performances. So they waited until this gentleman was escorted out of the theater. She restarted the number, apologized to the theater, restarted the number. I bet everybody was so honored to be there at that show. Right? Second time this happened with Miss Patty LaPone. It was a straight show off Broadway. I don't know if it was off Broadway, but it was in a much smaller, intimate space. And she made an exit through the audience through one of the audience exits and there's somebody sitting right next to where she's walking out texting on their phone. She walked out grabbed that phone and kept going. Here's another thing. If you're in a small black box type theater where you are right on the stage the outlets aren't there for your phone. Uh, 
<laughs> that happened on Broadway as well. Oh Someone crawled up God. onto the stage to plug in and charge their phone. That's amazing. Who in their right mind? I mean, that's amazing. How how are people this dense? Well, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> We've asked that about you all the time. You know just kidding. I'm you just messing with you. Literally I'm fuck kidding. yourself. I understand that everyone has emergencies that could happen. Yeah. You know, you've got a 91-year-old grandmother that is frail. You know, you want to have your phone just in case. Just in case. Yeah. But the point of the theater is to escape from the real world for two hours. Mm-hmm. For two hours. I, I should mean, do a dramatic reading of that monologue but, on an episode. But even then, like, <laughs> even if people have, like, such emergency issues, and those are the exception, typically those people with the emergency issues, like, are prepared already. Yes. You know and what I mean? usually it's a family member or a close friend that's going to contact you, and it will be by text. Yes. yes. If you are going to have your phone on for such emergencies, turn down the brightness on your screen. Yeah, uh, always. Check that text message. Wait till the next applause to make your exit. There you go. Love on you. Thank you. Um, and... Finally, in this section, make a note of all your exits in case of an emergency. Yes, because it is dangerous. Oh. Yes. It is very dangerous. In those theaters with all those seats, almost wall-to-wall, you yeah. have got to be aware of your surroundings. This is not elementary school shit, people. I mean, it is elementary school yeah. shit, people. I mean, come on. Know your exits and be made aware. And also, not just for fires, for general, you know, for your last exodus of the night. Yes. Be prepared to use the exit that is not bottlenecking. Even yep. if you have to go down a couple flights and yeah. you see that a door is not being utilized, use it. Use mm-hmm. it. it. You know, and I made this speech all the time when I did curtain speeches at yes. Clarksville that in the case of an emergency, you know, these where you came in is an exit, down here is an exit, and the actors will stop what they're doing and help you out the back doors as well. Yes, you. if there is an emergency, mm-hmm. a genuine emergency, enough so that the, that the whole show has been stopped and everyone is evacuating the building, get on that stage and follow the actors. Yes. yes. They will know what to do. They are employees yes. of said theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will know what to do. So, next section is curtain up, light the lights. Oh. The oh show boy. is beginning. Oh, do not talk during the performance once it's begun. True. Mm-hmm. That's what intermission is for. That is what intermission is for. Is. Unless you're deaf. <laughs> I love the silence that comes from that. <laughs> this is why Zach doesn't do this. This is things. international sign language, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> for, those, for those who uh, have not yet understood that this is an audio uh, type of podcast... He just flipped me I'm off. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Pretty <laughs> sure they know it's audio based. Just uh, if if they haven't picked up on that, I'm pretty sure I've said multiple times how I will not do a vlog. <laughs> yes. So the next note's for me. Oh. Please, please, please do not critique the show while it's going on. Mm. A lot of time actors can see into the first couple rows and eye rolls, whispers, and generally not paying attention are noticeable. It's true. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker brings a notebook. That's why I usually sit in the back. Yes. I sat in the front on yes, purpose. Yeah, I know you did. Well, because when you're reviewing a show and you see a, a critic in the front row, either you're going to put on the best or worst performance of your life. Yes. I want to see either. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, we talked about, you know, eating and drinking is becoming more acceptable 
within the theater. Do not get belligerently drunk. Potato chips, pretzels, any crunchy snacks are not acceptable. No, they're so distracting. Especially when you're doing it when it's not intermission. If you're in a stadium-type setting, which there are some shows that have done the Mm stadium-type deal, Mm -hmm. you know, in those instances, yes, there are concession stands for you to get food and nachos and things like that. Right. Then you can eat. Yeah. But if you're in a theater theater, I should not hear you ruffling around <laughs> your bag of lays. You right. Ruffles and lays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Very chomp, clever. chomp, 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 chomp. And you should never, ever, ever, unless you are a diabetic, bring in food from the outside world. It's not the movie theater, guys. It's not. <laughs> We're not there to sneak shit in. I'm just saying. It happens. Hey, our tech guy's here. Our tech guy's Hi, here. Hey. As he's not saying a he's word. He's not going to say a word. Hi. Um, <laughs> next up, stay awake. Don't feel so good? Okay. Well, four days studying allergy meds. So oh, that sucks. Like 1776. Babe. <laughs> if the show is ungodly boring, it's kind of hard to help it sometimes. Snoring? Oh, my God. Snoring or leaning on your neighbor's shoulder when you fall asleep is absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> Especially if you don't know them. I didn't snore during 1776. Because Ron made sure of it. (laughs) But I can't even remember which show it was. It happened during Laura, too. Yeah, but you skipped the shit out of him. (laughs) But he snored. Yeah, he did loudly. He snored. There was another show in Clarksville where somebody in the front row fell asleep and all we could hear while we were performing is... Yeah. <laughs> but Laura was funny because we heard him for a while, and then it was the part with the gun, and you... They and he, <laughs> even after intermission, he fell back asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, At you know what? At that rate, leave. I said, you know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and when I shot that first shot, I pointed it directly at him because it was a blank, and I was more than 100 feet away from him. Yes, much And more. I fired that gun. <laughs> oh, what? Anyways... It took everything I had not to crack yes. on stage. And also, because it was a very serious moment. Speaking of loud outbursts. Yes, if a show, Shut up. <laughs> if a show is not child-friendly. Don't bring your children. your children at home. Because on under probably a couple different instances, there are going to be when your children are going to yell out, scream out, start to cry, things like that. And they, I don't like her. She's mean. Shush. <laughs> that was Annie. That's a child-friendly show. <laughs> I didn't like Miss Hannigan, and I was only five. But that's the other thing. If you're going to take your children, make sure they're old enough to actually sit through and enjoy it. Yep. I did. The only thing is she scared me. But I'm just saying, because like, people bring like their toddlers to these yes. shows. I'm like, they can't sit still through uh, this. We had a newborn. At, oh. but she uh, was bon- so bon- good. She was. They did have to get up and leave a couple times. And that but was that distracting because not- they were sitting on the stage or down by yeah. the stage. But, I mean, so, other than that, she was not loud. Yeah. She was really non-invasive. It was the toddler... Over here. That kept yelling out. kept yelling out. Leave your children at home, and if you cannot afford a babysitter, you can't afford a ticket to the theater. Remind me to tell you the story after we're done. Okay. So, it's a musical. Can I sing along? No, Andrew, you cannot. Even though he does. We do in our heads. Very quietly. And I usually get stopped before other people hear it. I can hear you. But when you, what show did I go see that they sang along the whole time? Um, I came and bitched to you. I about know. It. I can't remember now. Beauty and the Beast was one of them, yeah. but it was kids singing along, so I couldn't really no. bitch about that one. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. There's another show I went and saw, and the bitch next to me sat there and sang through the entire thing. 
off key. <laughs> the only time it was appropriate for us to sing along was when we went and saw Adam's family, and it was so slowed down, we started singing at the pace it was supposed to be. Yeah, true story, bro. <laughs> true wow. story. All right. <laughs> what? Yeah, so singing along is not okay. What was the issue when we went and saw All Shook Up? Remember the guy behind us got really upset with someone either in our row or the row in front of us because they kept doing something, and it was really pissing remember. off. I don't I think they were talking really loud. Uh, yeah, they were talking. Yeah. That's an outdoor amphitheater. It's, it's Yeah, but they, they were, it was during the performance. Yeah. It was like, come on. All right, so that was the funniest line, action song, blah, blah, blah. How long can I laugh before others get mad at me? Well, when it, whenever, follow the crowd, guys. Follow the crowd. You will hear it peak, and you will hear it start to die down. And that's down. the same with actors, though. Like, that lear- is. learn, you know, that kind of the yes. pace. Like, you can hear it peak. Take that moment for the pause and then continue on. And if you come to see a show multiple times and know all the funny lines, I do not want to hear five minutes before the horse neighs every time you say Frau Blucher. Oh, Oh boy. When we did Young Frankenstein, our Inga's husband came to every performance. Oh. And so, oh. at every performance after the too, first not. one, he would laugh before the joke, oh. which then meant the joke was hidden because that laugh I just did is his laugh. Yeah, that's oh. not that's not him like making fun. It of makes that's how the joke fall flat. Oh. They couldn't hear our jokes, and the fact that the second night was when the reviewer came, and that was her main comment was that all the jokes fell flat, and she didn't know why. It's because the a-hole next to you was laughing before the joke. Oh, boy. And yeah, there were people who were familiar with the movie who were like, oh, the horse is getting ready to go. The horse is, they're going to say Frau Blucher and it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. They, but they, they would kind of like whisper and get ready for it. And then they would laugh. Yeah. When it happened. Yeah. That's mm. a shame. Mm. That is a shame. So when it comes to theater manners during a performance... Do not be a prissy pants. No. Although somebody's behavior may be inappropriate or disruptive, it's not your job. Yes, Andrew, it's not your job. If you're in the middle of the road and the usher can't get to him, it's my job. (laughs) (laughs) But it is generally not your job to take it upon yourself and stop somebody. Yeah. Because you're going to end up causing a bigger distraction. True. Mm -hmm. I I mean, there is no harm... If someone is continuously talking and it's in the middle of a performance and an usher evidently can't get to this person to go, excuse me, do you mind? I'm really trying to enjoy the show. If they want to cause a big scene, that's on them, not you. Yeah. Be kind about it if you're going to do it. Like we said before. Don't be a prissy pants and be like, you need to stop now. Yeah. I've never done that. You hurt someone's foot. After being, after this woman the had been told. The usher tried to take care of it before I did that. Fair. But, um, and also, just, I And just, I waited until intermission. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I just want to say, because this was, this is one of those things that I've never seen before, so it would evidently not make the list. You're not going to the theater to distract yourself with something else. <laughs> the theater is not a fucking library, guys. <laughs> Leave your books and oh. your e-readers at home. I thought she meant you you don't go to the theater to distract yourself from real life. No, no, because no, that's what I do. No, no, she no, means with like something else. if you're yeah, going to the else. theater, be there. don't take Stay, a book. Don't don't take a book. At Get off dinner, your phone. At like, Derby dinner yesterday, someone was sitting to, and this wasn't particularly distracting, 
But it's just inappropriate. Yeah. You don't bring a book to the theater. Yeah. All right. So the show is now over. Be appreciative. Show your appreciation by clapping at the appropriate times. And stand at the end of the show if everyone else stands. Yes, especially if it's a small theater and people can see. Yes. Yeah. Because not only that, but then other people around you are like... What didn't they enjoy? And then you get upset because they're doing a little last number mm-hmm. during the curtain call, and you don't get to see it because you decided not to stand up, and then you're trying to stand up at the last minute. Um. So. Yeah, if if there is a standing ovation, ovation, take part. Take part. Don't be. It's don't not be gonna hurt you about it. Pick up your trash. Please, good God, please, please, please. Cups, cans, anything, if you anything, your everything. Playbill, if you drop the insert, if you did have most bits, theaters have recycling boxes yes. for your playbills that you don't want. Yes, they'll reuse them. If you open They're mints expensive. or candies, yeah, they are. do not drop your trash on the floor. This is not a movie theater or a stadium. But you really shouldn't do that then. in a movie no. theater. Either. You really? shouldn't. But yeah. Everyone does it in movie theaters, but yeah, in a stadium. So let's let's like, say in a stadium, you know where. Jeez, the weeds. I know, right? Let's wait. For Get the... your muffler fixed. <laughs> <clears throat> like in a stadium where you know it's more appropriate to just stick your trash under your chair and then just leave it. Man, I don't want to take him anywhere anymore. Right? <laughs> I don't do that. But at the theater, exactly. That's what everybody you, has in guy. their mind is that they go to these big events where it's socially acceptable to just do that. Yeah, there are assholes like this guy that have to clean it up. He's pointing <laughs> to my husband. I <laughs> used to. I, I used not to Zach, work, my husband. <laughs> I used to work for a movie theater, and like, I would find the most god awful things. Like people Pardon? would bring. Well, no, not condoms. Thank God. You were lucky. But they would bring bags of, like, Wendy's, a whole pizza box that were from, like, Papa John's. And I'm like, how the ever-loving fuck (laughs) did you sneak that into the theater? (laughs) Like, what? Are you a magician? Are you like Dr. Who? Pull it right out your ass. Uh, I mean, seriously. Jordan came in with Genghis Grill. Yeah, she did. She had her big-ass purse. We're getting ready to watch Newsies. Yeah. And she opened that purse and just starts pulling out Genghis Grill. And they were like, damn, Jordan. So, what did you do? I didn't do shit. You moved this. I didn't do it. Oh, my God. Sorry, it bothers me. Is it okay to slip out during the curtain call to avoid the crowd and traffic? No. No. Show your pre- no, appreciation. No, if, if it's, like, going on. Well, no, on, here's my only if, comment. If you're in the last five seats. My only comment about that is if you are with a elderly person that needs help getting to the car, yes. you are worried about them getting tripped, trampled, whatever, in the mass leaving or and you need to leave a little earlier then that is understandable. If you're in a section of the theater where it's not going to be invasive to anyone around you and you can easily slip out I don't see a problem with that but if you have to go over 50 people to get out just wait. Just wait. (laughs) Wait. Wait wait in line bitches. Just do it. So next up I really want to see the stage and everything that makes the show work is that okay? No. 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 Never ever ever should you walk up on a stage community regional Broadway 
tours, anything. Never should you walk. Yeah, you can people stand. that uh, during Laura that kept coming up to the stage to see if I was a natural person and if I was really dead. Yeah. If you can stand in front of the orchestra pit and take a look at how, if it, if the scenery is hand painted, the set pieces, people do that. That's okay. They were but don't try and there and laugh. Okay, that's your family. No, that was the no, children was there. Other people, yeah. Other people <laughs> trying to make her laugh. No, you were back there trying to make me laugh too, you yeah, asshole. <laughs> like for rent. If I could have gotten close enough to the stage to take a look at everything and then be on my merry way, I would have. Yeah. If you're if you're in a position in a theater where you can stand in front of the orchestra pit and look at the set and admire the set, that's fine. But never, ever, ever, even if you are a part of that theater, should you get on that stage? That was a big issue at Clarksville. People who were associated with the theater and did shows with the theater, they knew how the backstage worked. And they knew where to go and how to get there and all this. Yeah. Especially through the green room. People would randomly show up in the back that did not belong. Yeah. yeah. If you're not associated with that show, you do not belong on that stage. Yeah. yeah. True. So, the leading man and woman were amazing. How do I meet them and get their autographs? Stage door. Yeah! Stage door. So, this applies to Broadway, and a lot of tours are doing it now. Yeah. Most of the times, the actors will come out with Sharpies in hand, but always take one just in case. Yeah. And just if they say case. no, don't push it. No. no. Do not push it. That's do not how you get kicked into that theater. Yeah. <laughs> do not harass Because them. we are seeing an influx of film and television celebrities on Broadway, usually... They're done with their performance. They're in a car back to their yeah. apartment or hotel. Yeah. You know, they're, they, but they have to go out the same door. Yeah. And it's, you know, a big crowd usually gathers around. If somebody beelines it to a car, that's not your invitation to try to snap a selfie and to, you know, oh, sign this, sign this, you sign this. It's not appropriate to harass them. No. no ever. No. If you want to, if you want to snap a picture of them as they're walking out, they signed up for that shit. Yeah. They have but signed not, up for that. But, but not, do not, like, poke yeah. a Sharpie and a piece of paper in their face saying, please, please, please sign this. They are performing that show eight yeah. times a week. They're fucking tired. Yeah. Leave them alone. But if, but like, but what I'm saying with the selfie is, you know, most people are trying to get them to stop None. to take the selfie. That's not, that's where it's not okay. But if, yeah, if they're walking out and you're able to, like, hold your phone up and get a picture of them as they're walking out, that's okay. Yes. Because they've signed up. They know that they're famous. They've signed up for that. Yeah. And be respectful when you're stage dooring. Large crowds form. And most people are very courteous about passing playbills forward and passing them back. Yes. Uh And usually the actors will wait, like... The, the people in the front have had their signatures. They've had their pictures. They will leave. After that's done, these these actors yeah. and actresses aren't just going to disappear. They're going to wait until the crowd yeah. dies down. They're yeah. going to they're going to try their best to get everybody yeah. in because they know if there's a large number of people there and they've been waiting a while that they've earned their wait. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's how I got to talk to certain somebody. I won't mention any names. <laughs> oh, you barely grazed me. That's still fucking hurt. <laughs> Abby is still sour that Andrew got to meet Jeremy Jordan. It's not that it, I'm sour that he got to meet Jeremy Jordan. Said I bring it up all the fucking time. <laughs> oh, shit, man. She got you that time. She did give me that time. Right in the crook of my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hurt in the morning. <laughs> Say it again. Go for the gut. Uh, so, and with... Touring shows, you need to know how that theater works, where that stage door is. Yeah. Which Andrew never lets me do. If you go over there and they don't have a Sharpie or they just flat out say no, just mm-hmm. let them go. Yeah. Don't try to force it. Don't yeah. be like, but I've got one. I've got one. Don't don't just let them go on their merry way. Yes. You know, and with a lot of regional and 
community theaters, there is an opportunity to meet the actors afterwards. Right. You know, and it's not a big autograph-seeking moment. No. You know, but it's still nice to have a couple of minutes to talk to the mm-hmm. actors and, you know. Yeah. Especially for community actors theater. to find out that the deaf girl on stage is actually a hearing person. I know. And can speak. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear you talk. Okay. Uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sharon Jeez. Spurrier. <laughs> she speaks. Oh, Sharon Spurrier, that cracks me up because like she comes up to Andrew and is like, "Is this her? Can you actually talk?" Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> like, she was so excited. Yep, yep. And I, she cracked me up, man. And then when I saw her at Bloody Murder. She was like, yeah, you're the deaf girl that talks. I'm not deaf. <laughs> I'm not deaf. <laughs> you're the deaf girl that talks? Yes. Oh, Sharon Spurrier is a hoot. Yeah. She's such a sweetheart. So, Zach's got to run. So, any last thoughts on theater etiquette Don't before be a douchebag. We... Use common sense. It's And that's, that's at that's, the beginning, that's what we said. It's I mean, 99% it's, common sense. It's just yeah. common sense. Like, literally, it's that, it's just... How would you want to be treated if you were at the theater? Yes. Exactly. Honestly, like if you, that's how you should treat everyone around you. Yeah. And, right. and if you don't have the courtesy enough to be like, you know, if you're one of those people that's like, well, I don't care what people do, then you don't belong there. No. You do yeah, not no, no. belong yeah. there. I mean, and, and also it goes doubly for the, the bougie assholes that are just like... <laughs> My time is sacred. No, like it's not, Like that of the golden monkey set upon the pedestal I'm of time. Sorry. It's I like, no. Do you have two young kids at home and you're working a full-time pedestal. job and, bear, and had to save up to buy this ticket? Come on. Don't tell me your time is more valuable than mine. Exactly. It's like, you can ha- kiss my skinny ass. Uh, pardon me. You're, you're too fat to sit beside me. You're too fat to play I also. have a mink coat. <laughs> I'm going to engulf you in my rolls. <laughs> Oh, oh, since you brought that up. What? Those older ladies who come in their fur coats and insist on wearing it through the show. Does it mean I want to smell your goddamn mothballs? (laughs) Excuse me, lady, your balls are smelling. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're going to sit here in this giant $7,000 mink coat. And then complain about how she's hot. And complain about how it's hot. And she's sweating. And complain about how you don't have enough room. Yeah. <laughs> Those mink coats weigh a flipping ton, man. Yeah. <laughs> Take your damn coat off. Check put it down bit. on the ground. No, it was no, all no, something no. comfy to put no, your feet no, no. on. Do not put that fur coat on the ground. Burn it. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Peta. <laughs> don't, Shut don't, up. You don't put a fur coat on the floor. Fur you need coat. to have that checked. I know you have to have that checked. Like, I'm just saying, if, you can't if you're going to be bougie enough to wear it into the theater, with your then complain about how you, don't, how you don't have room, about how you're hot, lay that fucker on the floor. I don't give two shits. I'll walk all over it. Right. <laughs> I'll guess walk what? all over you. Guess what, you bougie fucks? We all bleed the same. You want me to show you? Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa. So now that Zach's <laughs> triggered and needs to go home. <laughs> Down, boy. Down. I'm calm. I'm calm. No, I'm you're calm. not. You're <laughs> Your nipples say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think about drawing bougie blood and my nipples get hard. Oh, anyway. Now that it's awkward. <laughs> now that it's awkward. I rub my nipples every... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We got judged so hard during that show. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So hard. By me. So, and by the any, any other final thoughts? 
Mm. I think we've said them all. I think we've said them all. I have been dying to do this podcast because I'm so sick and fucking tired of going to the theater and just being distracted by people who really just don't know what is what is appropriate. I'm sorry, we do live in a day and age where self-expression is completely acceptable. Where being free to do how you do is completely acceptable. But Boo, that, you be you. That is not... That does not mean that we, as a, as a millennial generation, can still not have the respect <clears throat> that nice restaurants are due, that the theater is due, that traffic is due. That does not make you an entitled bitch. I'm sorry. It's true. And a lot of people will be upset about that, but I don't give two shits. It's like I said earlier, well, it, it applies to any service given. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, that brings up something excellent that... Um, Mr. The Amazing Seth Rudetsky said the other day. Oh, yes. If you should look at the price of your ticket, not just one ticket, both tickets together. If you were going to a dinner that cost you that much, how would you dress? That's how you dress to the theater. Exactly. Hmm. And I know with community theaters, you're looking at $30. But when you're somebody who $30 is a lot, and that's a good old trip to the Olive Garden where I'm going to wear my polo and my khakis. Yeah, wear it. (laughs) And, you know, my sweater around my neck and totally be a D-bag. But not the peach shirt with your sweater vest. Stop it. That was just very... That was bad. Just think. Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. I'm sorry. Just think. Before they go off on my sweater vest. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. I'm Kat. I'm Zach. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 For change. Well, let's go. Stop flicking the beat. Welcome to Backyard Broadway. I'm Andrew. This is my favorite way to start the show. Oh, you fucking a hole! This is my favorite way to start. Okay, I love how you censor a hole, but you still said fucking.